0: Hello and welcome to another episode of this podcast. For years now, I have been another man. A man who has been partaking of marijuana. For 30 years, I've been partaking of marijuana. And for 30 years, I have been writing and speaking about these lectures of fallen wisdom. I finally quit about five days ago. I will never touch it again. I'm not saying that there's anything really wrong with it except that it has kept me in a state of repetitiveness for that long. In fact, the person I was when I first started this in about 1992... is the person I am right now. I have not progressed at all. I am a 20 year old, more or less. Now inside a 50 year old body what marijuana does to you. It freezes you where you are. And you are essentially living a groundhog day. And that can be somewhat useful. You gain a lot of wisdom living a groundhog day, as many do in those groundhog day-like movies, including the movie Groundhog Day. The guy lives the same day over and over again. He acquires a lot of fallen wisdom. And I've meted it out on this podcast. I figured out that I could be an immortal. I figured out how to organize my mind in a way that creates bliss on, to, on, its, on its own without having to have any external, uh, anything external about it, just all internal bliss. I figured out how to do that. So it's a tool, marijuana can be very useful in that, but it also has a dark side. I've accumulated almost no money I'm probably the poorest 50-year-old of all the people that I know. I have almost nothing in the bank. I have about um, 10,000 in credit card debt, actually. I never really concerned myself with making money. I didn't think about it as something that I thought was important, and it wasn't important to me. I was more concerned about trying to figure out just how to live. I thought that would be more valuable than money, and it turns out it was. I've come up with a lot of different techniques for... Being blissful and understanding that we're here to figure out how to become gods again. And so for that reason, marijuana was very much like a training wheels for me. 30 years in training wheels. And I'm finally taking them off. I'm now going to walk into the next thousand years with my eyes wide open, and I thank marijuana, the great mother of marijuana, for helping me. I've learned a lot from her, but it's time to get off the tit time to walk alone on my own as a true man and finally mature and I'm joyous about it I have no temptation to go back I've tried this several times actually to get off the tit sometimes actually I went a whole year off the tit and I progressed a, a pretty good amount, but then back onto the tit, progressing. Marijuana is a woman. She was my mother. And she nurtured me for a long time, kept me safe from all the bullshit basically that the society tries to impose upon you. It gave me a sort of insulation between that, that I, so that basically I have not had to, I have not become jaded in any way.
1: Whereas everyone
0: else around me has. Yes, they have money where I don't. Yes, they have a career where I do not. They have a whole life that they've built, but inside they're in, in despair. They think they have to die at like 80 years old. They are hungry ghosts. And I am not. And for that I am eternally grateful to the substance of Marijuana. But there comes a time in every man's life when he has to move on. Grow up. And say goodbye to the mother with the deepest respect for what she has given him. I was tempted to come on and talk about the negatives of marijuana and kind of give it uh, a, a bad grade, a, a kind of um, warning about it, and there I guess there is somewhat of a warning in what I'm saying. If you don't eventually take off these training wheels, you will just become a mama's boy, and you'll never be truly blissful because you're relying on mother's milk for the bliss. Mother's milk being the marijuana high. And that has a very definite effect. The effect is that you well, one you never you 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 keep your baby fat. You never really like get a full dose of your testosterone. Because marijuana is an ex, is an estrogen creator in your body. Estrogen is an anti-testosterone hormone, and you become more like a woman when you smoke it. Women can actually use marijuana their whole lives without much ill effect, but men, they have to at some point grow up from it. At least that's what I've discovered, and I'm joyous about it. I'm happy it's finally come because I'm ready now to carry with me the wisdom and still key and still have my youth. I'm going to be fifty years old in uh, in this May and i have the i'm the, i have the shape and, and i'm I, I mean i'm a little fat i mean very little fat but a chub kind of like a baby fat which is makes sense i've been a mama's boy for 30 years a marijuana mama's boy i've used it to write music i've used it to like be creative And it's gonna be hard for me to figure out how to be creative without it. But I've kept my youth. I've figured out a lot of things that I don't think I would've figured out without her. So I give great thanks to her. And I do not ever want to disparage her or to say anything bad. About her. She has served her function. As you can see from these lectures, I've, I've tapped into some deep, deep shit, and most of it was from marijuana. She, granted, it is from other drugs as well. I've experimented with psychedelics, mushrooms, MDMA. But all of these things, they're training wheels. To figure out how to create bliss in yourself without any drug. Another one of those things I have to say is pornography, which I'm also walking away from. Pornography was my sexual mother. In the form of these women who come on the screen and take dick while I watch. They've taught me how to enjoy sex. They've taught me what sex is all about. And for that, I'm also grateful. I do not believe pornography is evil, but I do believe it is a training that must be walked away from at a certain point. So I'm giving up actually both of these things at kind of the same time because I want to live a new life of a man standing on his own, of a man commanding like like a true great man who walks the earth. Many, you know, I I kind of think about it like Jesus Christ. I think this is like a moment that he had, probably much younger than me. I think he was in his 30s when he kind of, his eyes were open. And he finally got off the tit. I'm not saying he was a marijuana user. He was probably using some kind of psychedelic, maybe. but he he finally when he, tried, he when he opened his eyes and he understood that like he was on his own and he was just so grateful for the wisdom that he had acquired that then he wanted to give it to other people so this is no longer going to be fallen with Because fallen wisdom is what you accumulate as you are ensconced in the midst of substance. In a sense, you are fallen. You've, 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 you've tapped into a fallen sensibility. Something that you put yourself in voluntarily, you subjugate yourself to a substance so that you can see, you can look at yourself in a certain way and you can understand certain things. How important breathing is, it is to create bliss inside. So, going forward, I'm going to be talking about a different kind of wisdom, Lone King wisdom. That's the next stage of development where you break away from the substances and the crutches of the fallen man and you become the lone king who can command his own planet his own world doesn't need anything I'm not sure. It's um, I'm not sure. It's very clear what I'm saying, and I think it'll become clear as I attempt to move away. I am but a child at this point. I'm a twenty-year-old, fifty-year-old. I've time traveled. My 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 ninety nineteen ninety two brain has time traveled to here, with all the innocence, none of the jadedness, and all of the excitement of a twenty year old. So, if you're a stoner chances are if you're somebody who does it like a lot which is something I did you're embalming yourself you're you're preserving I don't want to say embalming that has a kind of a deathly connotation you're putting yourself protecting yourself for the time that you do finally Walk out of it. And, you know, you might say, you know what, I love marijuana. I I don't want to, I never want to, to walk away from the mother. I want to smoke marijuana until, until my last day. Well, you can do that. But I don't think that you're going to have much fun with it after a certain point. And you'll know when that point is. You'll see it. It'll come as it came for me. It just got to a point where I was like, man, I'm having the same kind of thought over and over again. I'm the same ideas. And you probably noticed there's a lot of repetitiveness in the lectures of fallen wisdom because the ultimate wisdom that you get from it is not something that you really need to... It's, it's not extensive wisdom. It's just the fundamentals of life that are so important. So you tend to revisit them over and over again and be in awe of them and want to just constantly repeat them so that people and that yourself, so it can really become ingrained in you. In any case, this marks a significant turn for this podcast because I'm going to be a very different from going forward. I'm going to talk about some new stuff. Yes, the breathing and uh, the bliss and all that, that's going to be still very important but I'm going to be building on it in a way that I haven't. I'm going to be living in a different way. I'm going to be living now, finally, independently. There's not much else to say at this point. I'm excited. I've become, I've, I've survived a certain stage of life that most people don't make it out of without becoming extremely jaded and cynical. I have nothing of that. I have nothing of that. I don't believe I'll have... A, I'm going to have a hard time doing artistic things. I'm going to have a hard time continuing some of the stuff that I was doing, like the rap music. But I also found that my songwriting was becoming repetitive. I was becoming stuck in a mode. And I'm excited to see if I can break out of it and bring my music to a whole other level. The thing about marijuana is that it it gives you really good startings, beginnings, but follow through is tough because it's always there to give you an inspiration that you could have gotten from the art. You can get it from the marijuana. So it, it it gives you a spark of inspiration, but it's hard to get go further than that, to go higher, build onto what you have done before. And there's not much motivation to go there because marijuana always supplies it, supplies the high, supplies the bliss which I've learned to copy. I've learned to create on my own. So here I am, a 20-year-old who has time traveled to my 50-year-old body. I'm just opening my eyes for the first time in this new world. And I'm ready to take it over. I'm ready to be the Christ. And everybody that really is looking for a spiritual path Is going to come to this moment Is going to understand There's a time to become The Christ in your life And I don't really want to Give the impression here that I'm talking about Some kind of Christianity No Christianity is Is another form of a tit It is not It is something that kind of keeps people From getting destroyed by this world Before they can actually figure out That they are actually a Christ figure So marijuana in itself is, is, Is a version of Christianity It's just a substance version of it Christianity itself is itself a drug as are most religions that is there to substitute is try to keep you from becoming jaded to keep you from becoming overly cynical telling you a story by giving you wisdom by giving you little tidbits from whoever the sage of the religion happens to be But there comes a time when you have to become the sage yourself and you have to make yourself into that sage. And it's a joyous time. You know, when you just try to just be like, okay, I'm going to quit weed. It doesn't really cut it exactly. And that's the issue. It's something that is going to be like a light bulb coming off in your head when it finally happens. You'll be like, oh, I don't need this. In fact, I'm happy not to do it. No willpower involved here. None at all. It's just like, hey, I've outgrown this. I've outgrown the tit. So don't don't put pressure on yourself to 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 go to go into this until you're ready. It might take might take you less time than it took me. Might take you more time. If you're having a hard time figuring out how to create bliss in yourself, then you should stay with marijuana. Or whatever substance you're using. If it's alcohol, some people, um, you know, use pharmacological uh, prescription drugs. I don't recommend those because they're they're a little bit more distorting and there's there's not a long history of that. Marijuana has been around for thousands and thousands of years. And so have the other psychedelics. So... If you can get your hold of some pure MDMA, I, I I honestly think you could probably get there the fastest with that, and that happens to be a pretty modern drug, but it has to be very pure. So whatever it is that you're using to try to understand the bliss state, so you can create it in yourself. Just understand where you're going with it. You're not going to need it after a certain point. You just won't. If you truly are trying to go into that spiritual path and become your own Messiah, well, at some point you're going to be happy to be completely sober. Sober. and be completely clear headed. So that you can just so you can just kind of like slow down life and be just you know create that bliss inside yourself. After a while the having some other substance creating bliss in you is redundant. And that's the point where I've, I've I've reached at this point in my life. I really thought I was going to come on here and just like harangue marijuana and kind of talk about the negatives of it. I do think that like at a certain point, it does take away your beauty. Any mama's boy is not as manly and as good-looking as the non-mama's boy would be, right? A little chubby in the face, a little kind of like babyish, less testosterone running through you as a man. All these things serve to make you a little less attractive to the opposite sex. And to yourself in the mirror In your pictures You kind of look at pictures of yourself While you're stoned And you see like yeah, I'm a, not looking so great And then like you, you see yourself after like A week of not smoking weed And you're like wow Pretty good looking here Much better looking Why is that? Well it's just because you, you, There's more testosterone Coming through you and and I noticed that of of women, women don't tend to have this effect with marijuana. Marijuana is very much a woman, a woman's substance. You know, it's, it's an estrogen substance. So women can kind of stay beautiful doing it and they don't have any problems really. And so I kind of, like, I don't know exactly how to recommend to women. I mean, this this podcast has always been more man-centered because I'm a man. So it's hard for me to give advice to women. And I've now recognized how different men and women are when it comes, to, especially to marijuana. It's just like it, you can't really generalize to how it is with women. They can tolerate it a lot better, at least they can stay beautiful like in fact, they become more beautiful with it in a way that men like after a certain point, they don't and I think men after- some, you know they they're just not suited to and they're not supposed to be on it forever, whereas I think women can be. Now, there's other things that perhaps the women who listen to this might want to tell me about it. And say Maybe they've figured out certain things. And I'd love to hear from you if that's the case for you. Because I've also seen that women... There's certain women that have, like, come off the tit as well. And they've blossomed in many ways. So I don't want to just say okay, if you're a woman, just do marijuana forever. No, no, no. I'm just saying they can, more than men. But, maybe the woman wants to come and and be her own blissful messiah as well. And I think that that's something that can be done. So, if you can figure out how to create this bliss in yourself without any drugs, Try coming off of them, man or woman, and just see how long you can go. It might take a little willpower for the first couple of days, but after a while, it's, just, it's effortless. And it's nothing, it's not like you have to actually swear it off completely and be like, oh, I'm never going to touch it again. It's not that it's not that way for me. It's not like I'm like, oh, I I'm not touching. I I swear to God, I'll never touch. No, I mean, I even went in being like, you know, I might I might hit it again now at, at some point. But I just now I'm like at the point where I'm like I don't see it happening. I don't see the reason for it. It would be like ki akin, akin to a boy, who. After breastfeeding, you know, like a few years later, like goes back to breastfeeding. Like, I guess he could do that, but why would he? It's a little ridiculous at a certain point. So I'm excited to what the future holds, and I will keep doing these podcasts as lectures of the Lone King. So stay tuned for what I come up with.